Welcome to the Minute Talks with Desi Schneider again and joining me once again to hear that which I believe the Lord is speaking to me in this moment. And really what that is, is what he always says is that we are one with him in Christ, in the body of Christ. There is no separation that will ever have between us and our loving Father, that the love of God keeps us as one, that he laid down his life for you and for me, for the entire world really to be reconciled in the oneness of God, to be reconciled in the one who God is, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the divine mystery, that we are now partakers of this divine mystery of oneness one body yet many members how amazing how amazing our salvation is that we are now one yet individually he knows us yet he calls us by name and so today my message is keep your heart one with God keep your heart one with God what does that look like that looks like believing him that looks like believing his word, believing the Bible, believing the love of God, believing God. Being one with God is knowing that which he has done for you, the price he has paid for you, that you now be called his own, a purchased possession, his very treasure, that he has drawn out of deep evil waters and placed you in a brand new kingdom of light, a kingdom of dominion of the love of God. Glory be to God. I want to read some portion of scriptures here. It might be a little lengthy, but I want to break it down and just see how easy it is for our hearts to deviate from trusting God. How easy it is for us to rely on external circumstance, even though we're walking with Jesus, even though we have heard his voice, even though we know he loves us. Let's go to Mark 6. I'll start at verse 45 and, and I'll touch a bit in Mark 7. The first part about his disciples, his very own, that he called out to himself, and the other part about the religious leaders the pharisees and really in our outer man in our old man we can identify with both but we are now a brand new creation so we really want to identify with jesus so here we go mark 6 45 immediately he that is jesus made his disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side to bethsaida while he sent them out to the way and when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. And so there's an assignment. And the assignment is given to the disciples to go to the other side. And the assignment for Jesus is to tarry with the Father and pray. To go up to the mountain and pray. Now, when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea. And so here comes trouble to deter us from the assignment that Jesus had given to them and gives to us. 
a storm assails them. So here, now, evening had come, the boat was in the middle of the sea. <laughs> it's always when you're right in the middle of the sea, right when you're at midpoint and you can look at ahead and look behind. And what fear does, it seems to us in that moment where fear wants to talk to us, is that going back is the best option. The going back to that which is familiar is the way to go. But no, when there is an assignment that God has commanded us to go to the other side, the safest place is to brave it through your moment and go to the other side. Stay put in the word of God. Stay put in the word that he gave to you. You'll make it. Stay put in the word he's spoken to you that he is for you. And if he's for you, what storm can be against you today? And so what happened? They started straining. Land was far away. They were in the middle of the sea. They were alone. Jesus was alone in the land and they were alone in the boat in the middle of the sea. Verse 48, then he, that is Jesus, saw them straining at rowing for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea and would have passed them by. They were so caught up in the trouble of the moment. They were so yielded to fear. They were so dreading the crossing over to the other side that they almost missed Jesus. He was going to pass them by. See, when we get caught up in the affairs of the world, in the trouble that seems to assail us, to hold us back, to hinder us from pro progressing and going forward in God, we can get so wrapped up in the moment that... The word of God just passes us by. Lay hold of the word today. Lay hold of the oneness you have with God today. Do not allow fear and trouble to separate you in your mind away from the love you have in him. Verse 49. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost they didn't even recognize. They didn't even have a connection with the word of God. They didn't have a connection, a discernment to realize who he is. Do you know who he is today? Do you know he's right there in your moment? He lives inside of you. Do you know this word is your safety in this moment? So cease from this earthly labor of trying to make it to the other side, rowing ferociously in an adverse wind. Trust his lead. Lift up the sails of your heart and believe. Believe and let the wind of the Spirit carry you through on the other side. Trust your loving God today. And so they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they, all, for they all saw him and were troubled. But immediately he 
his mercy. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. I believe he's speaking this word to many of us. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. It is he in the middle of your moment. Do not fear. Do not be afraid. Believe the one who you are one with. And so he went up in the boat to them and the wind ceased and they were greatly amazed in, in themselves beyond measure and marveled for they had not understood about the loaves because their heart, their heart was hardened. They had just prior to this moment witnessed the miracle of the multiplication of bread, of this divine provision that God has for all of us. You see, when you see his hand of provision, do not be selfish to think it's because you've done something right and that God owes you something and miss the moment of his grace. Miss the moment of the oneness you have with him, that where you are, he is, and that he cares. If he cares for the little birdies, for the sparrows that fall to the ground, and he knows them, how much more does he not care for you? Appreciate every moment of your life and see him, see your heavenly father engaged in every moment of your life. Do not be in a uh, moment of this entitlement position or always wanting God to prove to yourself, God to prove to you who he is. Open up your heart. Do not harden your heart. How do you do that? By believing. By believing. When you read the Bible, believe what you say. Believe what he says. Without a but. Without taking your moment and trumping it over the moment of the word. Without meditating more on your trouble that has assailed you than meditating on the word of God. And so let's see what happens. They crossed over. That's what happened. Just as he said it happened. Verse 53, they crossed over and they came to the land of, to the land of Gennesaret and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him. The people recognized him. They were desperate for him. They recognized him. They ran, through, they ran through that whole surrounding region and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered into villages, this is who our Jesus is. Wherever he entered, has he entered into your heart? Have you allowed him to enter into your heart? Or has religion hardened your heart? Hasn't belief calloused your heart? 
Open up your heart today and be one with him. Allow entry of his goodness in your life. Because where he is, life is. Where he is, goodness is. Where he is, health abides. Fruitfulness resides. Peace of mind dominates. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged them that they might just touch the hem of his garment. Look at this. And as many as touched him were made well. Wellness is within your reach. And that reach is called faith. That rich reach is called trusting that I have been made one with him. And I have entered into the stillness of faith. That he now resides in me. And he cares for me. And all my needs he meets. And all my desires that are of him he satisfies. Look at another batch of hardened hearts right here. The Pharisees. Chapter 7 verse 1 in Mark. Then the Pharisees and some of the scribes came together to him. Having come from Jerusalem. Now when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled that is with unwashed hands, they found fault. Fault finding. Don't be caught in fault finding. Looking at someone and inspecting their lives and totally missing the moment of allowing his love to transform you. They beheld the disciples eating bread with unwashed hands and judged them amiss. They found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands. Ceremony. External show of good deeds. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm so clean. I'm thorough. I'm thorough. I'm so thorough. They washed their hands in a special way, holding the traditions of the elders. Holding of this is how we do it, Jesus. This is how we do it, Jesus. And if you don't do it this way, Jesus, I'll find fault with anyone and everyone that is led by the way you do it, Jesus. Because the way you do it, Jesus, doesn't line up with the way the traditions of man do it, Jesus. <laughs> Let us grow up into faith. When they came from the marketplace, they did not eat unless they wash. And there are many other things which they have received and hold, like the washing of cups, pitchers, copper vessels, and couches. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? Now they're going to lay heavy burdens. You better wash your hands because we're not going to accept you as being followers of the true God. He answered and said to them, 
Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, hypocrites. As it is written, this people honors me with their lips, saying the right things, looking the right way, checking every box of external appearance of do good. But their heart is far from me. Not one with the living God. Not one with mercy and compassion and provision and joy and health and life. Because of hardened hearts. Because of unbelief. Because of this entitlement. Pride and arrogance. Finding fault with another. Take a closer look today. Take a closer look today and worship him alone. Verse 7, And in vain they worship me, teaching us doctrines, the commandments of man. For laying aside the commandments of God, you hold the tradition of man. They elevated the traditions of man above the word of God. That is the power of the religious system, to annul the power of the Word of God. And so today you be found in the power of the living Word. Be found in the oneness you have in this new birth with the incorruptible seed of the Word of God and be made alive and be made alive. Let's go to verse 9. He said to them, that's Jesus, back to the Pharisees, All too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. All too well. How quickly we can let go of this truth to love one another, to forgive one another, to have no ought against another. How quickly we can let go of this word to judge ourselves lest we be judged. How quickly we can let go of that first love that we have. How quickly we can let go of our confidence in the one that we are one with. How quickly we can reject the commandment of God in order to keep the traditions of man. And so today, today, let go of the past. Doesn't matter if you're at midpoint or about to sail on. Keep on marching. Keep on running. Keep on sailing. Keep on walking. Keep on keeping on with the only one that you see before you, Jesus, the living word. And do not reject his instruction. Do not reject his comfort that you'll make it. You will make it because he has already made it. And because he's already made it and because he lives in you, you have a guarantee, you have an assurance, you have a surety called Jesus the hope of glory in you, in you. He is in you. You and him are one. And so keep your heart in this divine unity. Keep your heart in this tender belief. 
a pure trust as a child trusting their good, good father. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming and listening to me once again. Desi Schneider on Dominion Talks. Be blessed.